Welcome to the Insurance Brokers Podcast with your host, Sarah Myerskoff. This business podcast is for ambitious brokers determined to grow their business. Our guests are highly experienced industry experts and innovators. This is the place to leverage their success, learn how to break through barriers to growth, and discover a community of support and ideas whilst growing your business. Good morning, Verity. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you very much for joining me on the Insurance Brokers podcast this morning. I'm really grateful to have you here. I think we're going to have lots of fun. Good morning, Sarah. Thank you for having us. Shall we start with you guys giving a little bit of background? So you guys uh, set up the Insurance Marketeers Group in 2008, 9 or 7, <laughs> we're unsure. And I'd be really interested to understand where it came from and the different perspectives that you both bring to it so Verity do you want to want to start with an opening as to who you are and how we're here yeah sure thanks so much for having us this morning Sarah so um I I my background is actually in sales um had a little bit of experience in marketing because obviously sales and marketing do cross paths at times um and whether the insurance marketeers group started in 07, 08 or 09, time flies when you're having fun. The, the, the way that it came about was actually at the time I was working in the insurance press and um, my client base were marketing directors, marketing teams. Michelle was one of my clients. Um, and uh, we, we got talking about, you know, Firstly, one of the things we both appreciate that the market offers, which is the opportunity to do business face-to-face, to network. It was something that we both really appreciated about the market. But at the same time, it was something that we felt was lacking for marketing professionals, you know, to have that same opportunity to meet peers face-to-face, to kind of evolve and grow. And so, you know, I, I said to Michelle, perhaps this is something I can help to facilitate. You know, um, I have a lot of contacts in insurance marketing. I don't know so much about marketing myself. Um, that's really where Michelle's expertise comes in. And so we started this community to really give people the opportunity to meet, to discuss ideas, to network, to hear from um, you know, presenters on various topics. And yeah, the group's really evolved over the last decade or so. And, and now there's a lot of other areas that we really try to be a watering hole for our community. I'm really interested in that because one of the things that I've spoken about uh, with many people is the crossover between sales and marketing mm-hmm. and how the face-to-face relationship building actually can form some of the most powerful marketing that there is, and this this link, I think, is often misunderstood. Michelle, um, your mm-hmm. marketing background, so you were one of Verity's clients. I was, yeah, I was. And um, I, I was, at the time, working for a Lloyd syndicate and was in a marketing team of one. I'd taken a very junior role um, as a marketing assistant. It was my first marketing role, and I was studying for my sim exam but my sim qualifications and verity came in to pitch to me um and my gosh she was very young but so impressive um i have told verity this before she does she does know she blew me away um and although i was working with the distribution team at the time i didn't have a direct 
um, or I didn't have a very good understanding of that connection between sales and marketing. Um, I, I appreciated the face-to-face um, and of course, you know, we did the golf balls and the golf umbrellas and, uh, you know, those types of things. But it wasn't until I met Verity that I actually understood um, how marketing dovetails with sales and how um, that can really make a difference uh, to your output. Um, but as I said, I was working on my own in quite a junior role and, and I was facing the challenges that a lot of marketeers face. And I, I didn't have the experience or um, I didn't have um, a role model in the organisation that I could uh, lean on, talk to. And what Verity did was connected me with some other marketeers, some very junior, some more experienced. Uh, and we saw then that we were all facing the same challenges and, and begun to um, share best practice, talk to each other about what we were working on, where the issues were, what we were trying to do and what the blockers were. Um, and, you know, in the beginning, it was it was a lot of fun. It was networking. We'd often meet in a bar or over lunch and um, to talk about those things. But we, we realised that there wasn't a peer group for marketeers in the industry in the same way that there were for underwriters, brokers, claims professionals. Um, and there was definitely a gap that we could fill. Um, so with my organizational skills and Verity's um, address book or contact list, um, we started the IMG. That's absolutely incredible. And since then, the IMG has gone from strength to strength to strength. Yes, absolutely. Alongside our careers, I should say. Um, you know, Verity did come into the industry for a while. I'll let her expand on that. Um, and um, the, the group has grown. We've, we've grown a network to over 200 people um, working across the marketing discipline, but all in different organisations. And um, all in the insurance industry or closely yeah. associated too. Yeah. When we talk about peers, we're often we're often sitting in the same room as our competitors, um, but we still share best pra practice and and talk about, uh, you know, the the progress in marketing, the ambitions uh, that marketeers have, but also the challenges. You know, some of the unique elements that I see in the insurance industry, you know, having been in other industries, right now I work in the technology industry, um, and so I think there are things that are great about the way that the insurance market works, but I also see that there are gaps, um, you know, particularly when it comes to marketing in terms of the way that organizations utilize marketing as a, as a strategic resource in their organizations. And, you know, um, we, 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 we often joke about the fact that Sometimes, you know, as a, as a community, we feel underappreciated, um, you know, we get referred to as the colouring in department or where you go when you need a golf ball or an umbrella, as Michelle said, you know, um, obviously for a lot of organisations, that's where marketing started. But it, it's really, it's been amazing, particularly for me as a kind of outsider, seeing the change and seeing, you know, the talent that's coming into the market now and how people are really perceiving the opportunity in marketing and, and the, the connection with marketing and the business and the opportunity to go and, 
you know, to, to, to win and position yourself and um, have a clear proposition of how you differentiate from your competitors. But just bringing that back to something Michelle was saying, definitely one of the really unique things that I've always loved about insurance is that opportunity for everybody to be in a room together and to share and to, you know, have that um, face-to-face element that I think other industries don't benefit from in the same way. What do you think has changed? So, I mean, COVID is a biggie in terms of digital stuff. Digital marketing's got a whole little box over there on its own. Marketing itself is so much broader and, and really should, somebody once described it to me as the pipework of the business and how far you turn the tap is the sales that come out. And if you've got your marketing right, it can, it can facilitate that type of, of growth. What do you think has changed from when you started to now in terms of the, um, the perception of how marketing fits within, within a company in the insurance industry? Question to either which one of you. I think the biggest change I've seen, apart from digitization um, and, of course, you know, more flexible uh, working, I think the biggest change I've seen is that businesses now understand that it's vital to put the customer at the centre of everything that they do. And that's where marketing comes in. That's where we can influence, where we can share data, um, where we, we can really help a business put the client at the centre of everything that it does. Just developing again um, that point in terms of what I've seen and what I'm hearing, you know, from our members, certainly something that came through in the Young Marketeer Award that we um, have developed and in, you know, a lot of the candidates um, that came through for that last year is the focus on data and how data is really empowering businesses to understand their customer better, to understand what messaging is working, how, like I say, you know, um, you're able to differentiate yourself effectively and kind of cut through the noise. Um, because as you say, through COVID, everybody's had to pivot. There's been a lot of change in the way that we've tried to reach our audience. And so I think it was a big learning curve the companies in terms of how they could reach their customers, how they could win without being face-to-face in the way that the market has operated for hundreds of years. And so um, it was wonderful to see such a reliance on marketing in that time and the opportunity for marketing to really impress and demonstrate, you know, um, their ability to be strategic at a time that the business needed it. So, I mean, I'm really interested in this because for me, one of the challenges I faced um, with literally the word marketing, oh, that's all the fluffy stuff. There's no ROI. You can't measure it. And for me, I've seen, as, as you guys have, how data has pivoted that. But there are still parts of the marketing sphere that are intangible. How, you know, brand, how do you, how do you show um what uh influence or return on investment a, a brand campaign has or a or a social media campaign because you can't always directly link that and that's one of the the things that people come to me with all the time the way we work is it, it's all about communication so our our sort of heading is is less marketing more communication what what do you guys see in that that conundrum that i've faced 
I, I, I mean, you're, you're spot on and I still see a lot of that. Um, you know, uh, as marketeers, we talk about raising a brand profile or, uh, you know, doing a brand audit or, um, you know, events, thought leadership, social media, all sort of being in the mix and, and raising brand awareness. But it really does depend on leadership in those organizations. Some are really tuned into it and, and listen and others are still very dismissive of it. Um, and unfortunately, if you're working for an organization that doesn't see the importance of it, it's really hard to turn the dial. Um, I, d I, don't have, I don't have the answers. Um, what I have found sometimes is that bringing an agency in um, can really help, you know, push that, push the envelope. Um, it, I think it's very difficult sometimes for in-house teams to... Um, demonstrate the, the difference they can make. But I, th I think the other thing there as well is it, it goes to show just how multifaceted the marketing communications, you touched on it there, um, you know, department can be, how many different hats they have to wear. You know, it isn't a one trick pony um, and you'll have people who specialize in different aspects of marketing, comms, you know, brands, um, you know, the data piece, data science. And so, you know, I, I think that because people on the whole don't have a good understanding of, of what to expect when there are any buzzwords or things that, um, you know, people have heard about or read about, and then they turn to their marketing department and they want to sort of see that. Unless you've invested in some of those areas specifically, it's like Michelle says, it's not just a tap you can kind of switch on overnight and expect results and some of these things really you know they take a long time to mm. to see but yeah we definitely we've we've had a lot of agencies come in and 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 talk to the group over the years um you know presenting on various topics and it does seem um a bit of a frustration um but perhaps not surprising that a lot of the the teams that that come to us find that if they were to communicate something internally about what they want to do with the brand or what they, you know, have envisaged for the marketing plan, it, it falls on different ears when the same message comes from an external organization pitching some of those same ideas. So, you know, that's, it's, it's definitely something we've heard time and time again, isn't it, Michelle? Yeah. Yeah. I think you've touched on it there as well, which which resonates with my experience, which is unless marketing is held in the esteem of up here with all of the strategic decision makers, then it almost becomes a silo in itself. And I've had people say to me before, we'll just post on social media five times a week. But <laughs> the question is, how does that fit within your wider strategy? What's the message who are you speaking to? What do they want to hear? Which platforms are they sitting on? What, you know, what are your sales team pushing at the moment? Have you got the data? Have you got the prospect list? Have you got, and, and, and that work is, is a massive piece of work that isn't ever finished because it's constantly evolving. Um, so to come back to, we'll just post five times on social media. Sometimes you're in this kind of period of, no, you're throwing your money in the, in the bin and, and it, and it, and it, builds this idea oh well, marketing's the fluffy stuff and it doesn't really work and yeah. that's the challenge that I've found and I've definitely seen a change um even over the the last uh, couple of years of, of Boston Tullis 
but it is still one of the frustrations that that I come up against. So I'm interested to hear that you guys do as well. And hmm. um, let's talk a little bit about the network that you guys are building because marketing is a force that's growing in the insurance industry. And I think what you guys have created fits with the way the world is going, which is much more personal and much more open and transparent and supportive. Um, so, so tell me a little bit about the awards that are coming up. I know you've switched that up a little bit. Um, tell me about that. Yeah, so from humble beginnings, um, as we talked about earlier with the with the group, um, a couple of years ago, we were helped uh, by free partners, shout out to free, um, to really uh, sort of boil down our vision of, of what it is we, we wanted to achieve, having gone from a group that was you know, about fun and supporting each other and um, getting to know our peers, um, putting much more focus on what we were doing and why we were doing it. Um, and as you've just touched upon, you know, marketing isn't always for the faint-hearted. Faint it is, it is um, a struggle sometimes. Um, so we've we've created a mission that we stand behind and that is to see marketing represented at board level in every organization across insurance um, because if you're at the table when the strategy is set then that makes life so much easier for marketing teams um, so that that that's where we're channeling our efforts now um, recognizing young talent in marketing teams um, and and pushing marketing to the forefront so that um, either the, the younger marketeers coming through already have um, a, a, a pattern to follow. Verity, do you want to pick up on the award? Yeah, absolutely. So the awards um, really was born out of these conversations and, you know, thinking about how we could expand on our proposition in terms of further elevating talent, um, supporting development, and, you know, trying to promote outside of marketing, the capability of our community. And so two years ago, or sorry, we're coming into the third year now, we launched the Young Insurance Marketeer of the Year Award. And um, it's it's been a fantastic initiative. It's also helped our group to flourish and grow. You know, we've reached a lot of new members by kind of broadening our proposition. And in, in the first year, we, we collaborated with the CII. Um, we really wanted to not only recognize young talent, but also help them to continue to develop in their career um, and, you know, be taken seriously by their peers and, you know, by having the opportunity to study for CII's exams in the same way that, you know, brokers and underwriters do, um, you know, and being able to talk the same language as their peers, um, we felt was, uh, you know, a, a, a great collaboration for us. And last year, we, we also expanded our, our partnerships, our prize offering um, with uh, Eddie, who uh, are a fantastic organization. Eddie uh, stands for um, Educate, Develop, Innovate and Inspire. And we feel very aligned with what they're trying to achieve and, you know, helping to, particularly they've got a flagship program called Digital Minds, 
um, which is really about helping professionals to lean into the opportunity with digital to, you know, really um, progress uh, various aspects of, of the market. And so um, our first prize winner, our winner last year, won a place on the Eddy Digital Minds program, which was a 10 month program. Um, working alongside, you know, people right across the industry, different organizations, different roles, different age brackets, different experience levels. Um, and Michelle and I are shortly going to be going to the showcase for that Digital Minds cohort, which we're so excited to see, you know, how our winner has been kind of continuing to push their career forwards and learn different skills in, in the last year. Um, and we also had a, a, a CII training bursary again um, for the runner up last year. And so this year, um, in our third year, the way that we're kind of pushing this forward again is, is actually launching a second award, you know, understanding that there is a world beyond the young talent that are doing such an amazing job. Um, and so alongside the Young Insurance Marketeer of the Year, this year we're launching a Marketing Team of the Year Award too. And we're really pleased to say that um, Eddie, again, will be supporting with a prize for this category which is a six in six program. It's a, um, an innovation workshop that is led by them with the team to really help to chase out six different strategic ideas for the team to go away and um, explore. So we're incredibly excited about the opportunity to just keep you know, pushing the agenda with the award and as I say, promoting um, the opportunity for marketing to collaborate with the business. I absolutely love this. I love the idea that the prize isn't, you know, prize money. It's actually something tangible to move you forward, which I think is incredible. Okay, so for people listening uh, who will undoubtedly have heard of the Insurance Marketeers Group, uh, but may not have, have nominated themselves or, or can think of somebody that, that wants to be nominated, what's your procedure for these type of events this year, next year, ongoing? How, how do you get nominated to win that awesome prize? Yeah, so perhaps I can start. Um, well, hopefully you'll see lots about it on social media. Um, we're working hard on our campaign to, to launch this right now. Um, and so, you know, we, we plan to make a lot of noise through social media, through our partnerships. So uh, we, we work with a lot of industry bodies to really try and reach as many people as possible. Um, but you'll also find full details on how to nominate someone, how to nominate yourself. We really love to see people nominating themselves because to us that really you know is another way of demonstrating how ambitious and driven somebody is and you'll you'll be able to do that on our website imghub.co.uk um, i'll make sure that the link is in the show notes for anybody um anybody listening because i think that's incredible as as we've touched on there will be two two awards this year and Verity and I are very approachable. If you want to discuss an award or an entry, if you're thinking of nominating either yourself or somebody else and you're not sure, you want to talk about the criteria, uh, get in touch. Uh, we, we want to encourage as many people as possible to, to get behind these awards. Um, so don't be shy, get in touch. Can you Have a tell go. me a little bit about 
your membership base? Is it only members that, that can nominate people outside? No. How, how does that work? No, it's anybody working in marketing in insurance. And in fact, the first year we ran this award, um, the really uh, talented young guy who won wasn't a member of the group at the time. He is now. Uh, but at the time he wasn't. So no, um, you don't have to be a member of the IMG to get involved. And also one of our shortlisted candidates in year one as well was not working for an insurance company. They were working in and around the insurance industry, supporting insurance companies. So, you know, we, we, we think broadly with this, it's about recognizing talent and, you know, showcasing good work. Um, so as Michelle said, we'd love, you know, people who are in and around the industry working, working in marketing and, and communications to, you know, discuss this with us and, and, and have the opportunity to put themselves forwards or put somebody that they work with forwards. I think that's what I'm really excited about, actually, just listening to you guys speak. The, the breadth of experience within the group you are speaking about so insurance uh, insurers brokers affiliates the breadth of i presume mgas risk managers the yeah. breadth of experience that everybody's bringing means you're not necessarily alongside competitors but there is a huge amount of um of crossover and therefore lessons that can be learned mm. and i love that your um your sort of vision is to get marketing represented at board level uh, across the industry. Uh, and I really hope that's global. Mm. Uh, and I, I just think it's incredible. Where do you go with that now? From here, how, how are you going to make that happen? <laughs> Million dollar question. Yeah, there's lots of ways that we're we're really trying to um, elevate what we're doing. You know, the award has been a great piece for that because I think you know in terms of our meetings they are really attended by our community and so there's less of an opportunity there I think to elevate the talent outside of the community but the award um, you know it is a fantastic opportunity to get you know a broader reach from the market in the room we we actually the the awards are kindly hosted by Lloyd's in the wonderful um library uh, downstairs in Lloyd's which is a fantastic venue and it's wonderful that the initiative is supported by Lloyd's one thing um, I should have mentioned earlier but this is a little bit different from other awards too in that it's not for profit so everything we do is not for profit it's free to join our group we're very inclusive as we've talked about you know for a lot of awards that are happening in the in the market it is you know it's a sponsorship opportunity for companies um you know there is a um there are there are other elements at play here the organizations that are involved lloyd's eddie the cii all of our wonderful judges um, you know, and, and the, the, um, the bodies that we partner with um, in order to communicate this more broadly really see the value in, in what we're doing and the fact that this is this isn't about making money. This is about elevating talent. Um, so, you know, I think that allows us to uh, reach a broader audience, like I say, outside of our community um, and really promote the good work that our, our, our um, members are doing. And, uh, you know, also to reach more senior members um, as well, as Michelle said, you know, we, we, we certainly have a lot of junior members in our group, people who are really keen to kind of 
meet people from other companies perhaps they're in their first marketing job and they you know they're not in big teams and so it's an opportunity for them to come together with peers um but also we have a lot of people with you know 20 30 years experience in this space um who you know again have the opportunity uh and do have a seat at the table in their organizations where they have been able to make strides um who are also tuned into you know what are what we're trying to achieve for the broader community. So yeah, there are there are various ways that we're you know really trying to reach a broader audience, um, reach a more senior audience. Um, and we also um, have had some collaboration with uh, a, a like-minded body in the US um, who who are who are sort of doing similar things in the US. You know, to promote meetings um, to um, each other's member bases. Um, and provide the opportunity to to attend. They have a conference. They're certainly a little bit further down the road than we are. They've been around for a long time. Uh, so yeah, we're, we're, we're trying to use our marketing skills, um, communication skills to uh, reach a broader audience with our mission. And I wish you every success. I think you both sound incredible humans and what you've built is is just phenomenal. If you're happy, I'll make sure that all of the details are in the show notes about how people can join. And, and, and you know, if they want to join um, or they want, you know, they want to get their, their, their organization on board, then are you happy that I put your contact details in so people can reach out directly and say, you know, yeah. I want I want to be on board? Absolutely. That's all we need people to say that they'd love to join our mailing list and they'll hear about, you know, our events, our initiatives. They can also access, you know, all of our previous content, you know, presentations from previous meetings, some of our webinars and things that have been recorded, um, you know, through our um, library on our, our website. So there's a whole host of resources there for marketing communication professionals too absolutely incredible thank you both for your time I feel like I've learned a lot and I feel genuinely excited about what you guys are doing and I'm going to go on your website immediately and sign up yes I was going to say please register done yeah consider it done thank you both very much for your time you're both awesome <laughs> Sarah great to talk yeah thanks for having us Sarah nice to talk to you Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you have enjoyed what you have heard, have any questions or feedback, please leave us a review and we will be sure to get back to you. If you would like further information on how Boston Tullis Group can support your business, or if you would like to join us on an episode, please do not hesitate to contact us.